This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network. Off the top at six, a mesquite woman outraged when she says a business allowed a man in the women's dressing room. Dan Haggerty live for us from the store right off 635 with her story tonight. Dan? Yeah, and this woman said she wasn't just upset with the fact that this woman, that this man rather, was in the women's uh, dressing room at this Ross dress for less, but what she saw him wearing when he finally walked out. I was mad and kind of appalled, I guess, at the same time. Lisa Stickles told me she shops at this Ross a few times a week, but never again. Take your clothes back. I'm not going to try anything on here anyway. Lisa said Monday she heard a man in the women's dressing room and told a manager who went to check it out. He came right back out and called me to the side and told me that he was representing himself as a woman today. Lisa said she complained, stayed in the store, and called corporate long enough to see the man walk out. And he was in no way dressed as a woman. He had on jeans, a T-shirt, five o'clock shadow, very deep voice. He was a man. Ross didn't comment specifically on the incident, but told me they don't discriminate against the transgender community. Policies at other big chain retailers vary, according to customer service. Target, TJ Maxx, and Marshalls allow customers to decide based on gender identity. Kohl's forces customers to use facilities based on their biological gender, and Walmart had no specific policy at all. So what about me or my feelings are making me feel uncomfortable? And Lisa doesn't think any of the policies work for her, especially if they can be easily exploited. Okay, that's uh, Slater Chrisettis. How are you? America's the greatest country in the world. Thank you for being here. There was one amazing part in there, and I, I, I chimed in for a second to give you a little heads up. The, I, and I think this is unintentional, right? This is out of Dallas. So it's just your local news. I don't think there's some in, in massive inherent agenda with, with the way he said this. It's just the way it, it was written in our culture today. He said, Target, TJ Maxx, and Marshalls allows customers to decide which dressing room to use based on their gender identity. Kohl's forces customers to use the room based on their biological gender. Allows versus forces which of those two things sound more compassionate? Allows versus forces. Allows is a happy word. Positive connotations. Oh, how wonderful. How open-minded of Target, TJ Maxx, and Marshalls to allow people to choose. Forces is negative. It's bigoted. We're against force in America. We don't like force, generally. And Big Bad Coles forces people to use the dressing rooms they may not want to use. See the bias? And again, unintentional bias. Of putting that. Interesting. That's just, it's just a sign of this guy, this reporter, living in our politically correct, false, compassionate world culture. I, th- I, I could, if I were, uh, the flip side of that, I would say um, Target, TJ Maxx, and Marshalls intentionally puts women at risk with their transgender policy. Coles' policy allows women to feel safe while in the dressing room. Or something like that. 
right? See how I can just word it a little differently, say the same thing, but it comes across totally differently. Anyway, just a little example of things to come. So I want to make this argument straight out of the gate here because it's a little out there, but I guarantee you it will happen. I guarantee you it will happen. Let me just tell you what it is first and then I'll, I'll build to it. Within two years max, two years max, maybe even next year, no more than two years, in your kid's school and every school across the country, there will be no more gender pronouns allowed. No more he, she, him, or her. That will all be replaced with Z, Z Z-E, or the singular they and their. So, little Johnny is going to the bathroom, or going wherever, going to the chalkboard. You would say, they are going to the chalkboard. Instead of he is going to the chalkboard. They is going to the chalkboard. It's called the singular they. Talk to anyone who's taken a college gender studies class and they teach all about the singular they or Z, Z-E. Within two years. Now I say instead of why, why do you think this is the case? Because the memo that the Obama administration released last week says that no school to every public school in the country, you are not allowed to create a hostile environment to any student. If you create a hostile environment, then you are at risk of losing your federal funding. And of course, you're going to be open to lawsuits as well. Now, hostile environment is super broad. What does that mean? Well, you have a transgender student in the class. Teacher refers to him as a he. And he says, whoa. My preferred gender pronoun is Z. They get sued. School is going to risk losing their funding. um, And they're going to eliminate gender pronouns. Now, hostile environment, because it's never good enough, and I'll talk about this a little more later, it's never good enough to be accommodating or compromising and just call that person Z or whatever. It's going to be more than that. If the word he or she is used in a classroom, the transgender person, all it takes is one, Z, will be offended by just the presence of gender-specific pronouns. The mention of gender-specific pronouns creates a hostile environment. Slater, how do you know that's true? I want to tell a story a little later, and this happened a bunch of times, but there's one in the New York Times just this weekend or a couple days ago. Um, Person born a girl. Yeah, girl. Now it's a boy. And the school said, I wanted to use the boys' locker rooms, bathrooms, and the school said, all right, AJ, who used to go by Autumn, AJ, uh, why don't you use one of the six single stall bathrooms that we have across the school okay that way it can be accommodating for everyone we'll have compassion for you you can have empathy for everyone else and we can just uh be okay with this and you can use that bathroom and feel safe and everyone will feel nope that's not no that's not good enough i must be allowed to use whatever bathroom i choose on any given day (laughs) it's like what just use the single no i am the rosa parks of today's grand civil rights struggle, and I will not be relegated to a single stall bathroom. Right? It's never going to be good enough. There is no compromise here. So the mere mention, the utterance of gender-specific pronouns is all it takes for a hostile environment to be created. And all it takes is that to create a lawsuit, to lose federal funding, and blah, blah, blah. Okay? So, 
within two years, no more gender pronouns used in any schools. Guarantee it. Now, I made this prediction on my local show on, I don't know, maybe Tuesday. And I could feel the eye rolls through the radio. I could feel everyone in San Diego saying, oh, Slater. There goes Slater again. Making these super dramatic predictions. Trying to scare everyone. The next day. The next day. The official legal guidance from the New York City Commission on Human Rights. Are you ready? I will quote. They now, quote, require all employers, landlords, businesses, and professionals to use an employee's, tenants, customers, or clients' preferred gender pronoun, regardless of the individual's sex assigned at birth, anatomy, gender, medical history, appearance, or the sex indicated on the individual's driver's license. That is a quote. That is the New York City Commission on Human Rights. This is now the legal guidance, basically law. If not, you will be fined $125,000, $250,000. That's a quarter of a mil for any malicious offenses. So let's say you are a landlord. You're a landlord, you uh, knock on your tenant's door who hasn't paid their rent in a couple months. And you say, hey, Charlie, how are you today? I need you to pay up, Charlie. And Charlie says, "Oh, I, I, um, I, I never pay you. I, I, I don't. I mean, meaning I'm not the one who pays you. My, my, uh, my roommate is the one who pays you." And the landlord says, "Who's your roommate?" And Charlie says, "Oh, Jim." And Jim comes walking out from the background. And the landlord goes, "Jim." I've never met Jim before. Who is he? Whoa! Whoa! What did you say? Uh, excuse me, landlord. <clears throat> Jim prefers to go by Z. That'll be a cool $125,000 fine if I go to the New York City Commission on Human Rights with that one. If you are a business, customer walks in, you call them he or she, and they prefer Z or they, that's it. That's all it takes. Doesn't even have to be malicious. Doesn't have to be discriminatory inherently or what? Just, just, you said it. It's not their preferred gender pronoun. That's it. Now, these are civil penalties, civil penalties. If you don't speak the way that the government tells you to speak and the way that the government's telling you to speak is however any one person at any given day tells you how to speak. That's the new rule in New York City. And of course, that's going to go everywhere else as well. Now, of course, it would be much easier if the government just passed a law that said we all had to refer to each other as comrade. Right? That, that's, now, that's what I'm going for. I just, can we just all comrade? Comrade Slater, can we just go with that from now on? So, 
That being said, about the New York City Commission on Public on Human Rights, uh, do you now think it is unlikely that gender pronouns will not be used in schools within two years? I believe they will not be allowed to. And again, the whole thing driving this, as we explained last week, and we put in a video that has uh, approaching um, half a million views. Pretty cool on our Facebook page. Um, if they can eliminate gender, the concept of gender, then nothing else can stand. Uh, gender is the most objective foundational truth of all things. Uh, on it stands marriage, faith, family. And if you can tear down gender, then you can easily tear down those other important things as well. That's what's driving this whole thing. If you can, if you can eliminate the concept of gender, what argument do we have that marriage is between a man and a woman? There is no such thing as man and woman. So how can you say marriage is between two things that doesn't exist? All right, with me? That's the goal here. Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800 215 that's 800 215 